Okay, continuing Perik Memvav. Omipnezeh, Ruishi, you, Hazmanim Ha'ele, Kodesh Lashem. So because these three times we explained correspond to uh, these three fundamental concepts of relating, of establishing a relationship to Hashem, therefore, these three uh, periods of the year are holidays, are Kodesh Lashem. Even though springtime is a natural thing, it's an agricultural thing. Uh, plants are growing. So what? What does that to do with the spirituality of the Jewish people? The answer is Harei Gvoa Mial Gvoa Shoimer Kish Od Havaya because the answer is one thing stacks on top of another. Lofty things are on top of lofty things. And just like in the agricultural cycle, uh, we have springtime has a unique place of the beginning of things. So to stack on top of that is at the appropriate time for having uh, Jewish people leave Egypt, uh, to having uh, Pesach, to, to having the manifestation of Hashem as the creator of the world be, be in that period of time. And this is a clinging to Hashem from the perspective of Hashem being the creator. So to the harvest time, which is Shavuos, there we have the perfection of the grain. The main crop, of course, of humanity is ripe. That represents the relationship to Hashem from the perspective of our perfection of our adulthood, so to speak. Od ye shleimus, yoser elyon, lamalev hu shleimus ha'achron, laideos ho shleimus, hadvikos bo yezborach. That's what we just said. And then finally, vizmana osif, and the ingathering of the harvest from having dried out in the field, brought back into the Balvais, Shiyesh Lehavaya Asifa, any existence has to finally be brought be reconnected to its origin, to its source. Uh, that's uh, things coming back to the creator. Odiyesh Asifa Lamala, and that's all physical on the agricultural level. So too there is a Asifa above that in a spiritual plane. That's a spiritual reconnecting to our original source, realizing we don't have an existence without Hashem. So it's not... Oh, look at the primitive Jewish people. They're so into, they, 
Judaism was established back when agriculture was such a big deal, and now they're still somehow celebrating you know, the springtime festival and the and the harvest festival and the festival of booths in gathering, right? Um, but no, you don't get it. The, the world is built this way that makes those opportune vessels to have resting within them higher spiritual things which correspond, which are the three ways of relating to Hashem. Dveikus to Hashem from the perspective of Him being creator. Dveikus to Hashem from the perspective of us being made the Tzalem Elohim, being shalim to a certain extent and having a similarity to Hashem and Dveikus in the fact that we are created beings and must come back to our creator. And not coincidentally, we ourselves are called Reishis Tvosachat. We are called Hashem's crop. So there's a, obviously that correlation. Zev, number one, Ki Havaya, Shehila Malamin Havaya, Shehumi Hashem Yisborach, who advised Yisrael? He's just going to speak out now what we just said. So the springtime is going to correspond to some sort of the coming about. Which coming about? The coming about of the Jewish people. We became a nation. So there's the physical coming about, springtime. Spiritual coming about, Jewish people being born. So why is there a parallelism made between the creation of the world and Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim? Because that's a Creation of Klausrel. Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim is the creation of Klausrel, which is also a seven-day period, like we mentioned earlier. Now, second, second point. Yesh od shleimus yoser elyon veha shleimus ha'elyon shehu shleimus ha'achron kabbalos yisrael Torah. So the Physical shleimus is the wheat being fully grown. The spiritual shleimus that rests above that is the Jewish people receiving the Torah. And that perfects everything. That's when the world is perfected. Until then, the world is a little spoiled brat without having any responsibilities and without having any real function. What, what are you doing today? Uh, I'm eating and sleeping today. And then also bathroom, obviously. Right? That's, that's all the war, you know, children do and that's what the world was doing until then. <laughs> yeah.
but eventually comes. Not quite. They don't borrow. Right. Steely became and things like that. Right. No, I'm saying they were still davening, just not Moshev. Not the Jewish people. I'm saying the the, the was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. is still there. Already, their children already have a Yitzhahara from a young age. They're doing all sorts of naughty things, right? But the when is it that there's going to be uh, people are going to become human beings? People are going to gain their elevated state of being a Tzalem that's going to that happen at Harsinai. That's when the boy finally turns Bar Mitzvah, the girl turns Bas Mitzvah. That's when now there's a, the, the, the parents can now find a, actually a commonality, right? Like I mean, a beautiful thing to see, you know, like Ari learning with Noam or something like this, right? Like that's a, you know, no, girls are very cute. Don't get me wrong, right? But, but it's not. It's uh, the relationship you have with them is one of uh, taking care of these little munchkins. I'm, I'm definitely the custodian, right? As opposed to interfacing the kids on a high level, right? So, but when they get bigger, all of a sudden, oh, you have a conversation with them. Uh, wow, they have thoughts. They they give you nachas. Yeah, even more nachas. Yeah, it's a different type. It's a different type. Right now, it's like a how cute. You know, look how cute they are when they sing that Lars song. Exactly. Right. Okay. Vasifa um, Krona, and then finally, uh, we got the uh, festival of booths, the bringing in of the harvest back into the granary. So the, on that, there's something above that. The Yona Haim, Gamkein Yisrael, Tachas Kanfei Shechina. That's when the Jewish people, not only, okay, we got the Torah, we're, we're really Choshev, uh, we're, you know, Steiging, uh, we're learning, right? But it's recognizing that we're we're in the shade of, of faith, we're we're understanding that ultimately everything, even our own steiging, even our own <laughs> spiritual, quote-unquote, greatness, is from Hashem. Uh, it's all Hashem's. Hamatzas noldu. <laughs> That was we were a little baby at Pesach. Venus Hava Laam Kashir, his buyer, become a Makomus, the Sefer Hadzev, Odi's buyer. I already explained it, I'll explain it more. That's all Chaga Pesach, of course. Chaga Shavuos, Bonasna, Hatorali, Soil. And that's when we became mature. That's our bar mitzvah. So we get commanded in mitzvahs. And finally, the Chag HaSukos, Hoshiv Osamba, Ananiya Kavod, that's when we uh, were, had the clouds of glory returned to us. I'm already putting in the Vilna Gon and others. I'll explain this. The return of the clouds of glory. V'zeu Nira, Sheh Yisrael, Ne'esofim, Elav Yisborach, 
Tachas, Kanafov, Yechasu. We are underneath Hashem's uh, wings. We are uh, under His protection and His jurisdiction. Why is that the second one? Third, what? Well, it depends how you say it. Right? If, if you, in the beginning, the way he was like, created a nation. Oh, that makes sense. Created a nation under his wings, and then completion. That's the. But it's not the way that he just did it. I know. Oh. That's why I'm confused. The way that he just did it was chronological, and also works with a person's life cycle. Born, Pesach is birth. Right. Shavuos is bar mitzvah. It's when you become a, a person. Like a bar mitzvah by us is still a kid. Uh, say 20 years old. A person is a... Okay. And you're Oma Dal Daito. Know how old were you when you came to Yeshiva? 22? 22? Wow. Is that young? 23? Mm-hmm. I think so. He, he's still young. Hmm? 24. 24 years old. What's wrong with him? So that's... You're easily so that's uh, that, that's uh, shleimus. That's when you reach shleimus. That's when you when you're omed al daito. What do you mean? Yeah, fine. We don't think a man, a man in his vigor, in his perfection of mind. You know, uh, when you find your strength, and then old age is you know, the story that I love to think about is Gershfeld. Telling a story about Shimon Schwab in his wheelchair, can't move, got arthritis and everything all over the place. And he says, I used to, when I was a young man, I thought I'd change the world. Like the older, I realized how I should just change myself and maybe my family. But now that I'm really old, now I know that with my Tehillim and with with the Kodesh Boruch, I can't change the world. Right? So it means uh, uh, that's all, all the ages when you come back to realize, you know, to come back to Hashem. Yeah, so that's Hoshiv. That's not. Yeah, that's a tshuva. That's Yom Kippur. That's a tshuva. That's when we. That's when we realize we are under Hashem's jurisdiction. We're under Hashem's. Wings, etc. Right. So to a certain extent, there's a there, that the level of amuna and the level of just handing oneself over and the you know the the giving over of our of our souls and ourselves to Hashem that an old man can do, a young man can't do that because a young man's too busy being strong and being vibrant and being brilliant and writing Chidushi Torah, etc. And in that regard, he also has a similarity to Hashem from from an aspect of Hashem is a mighty creator, etc. And here's man is being a creator. Yeah. The, 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 no. No. Hashem wants to accomplish it. All three are, have a place. So also with Avram and Yaakov, their relationship with their wives. Say again? We spoke about so this with Avram and Yaakov, how Avram and Sarah, like, grandparents are like one entity, and Yitzhak and Rivka have like this working relationship they're building together. Right? Yaakov and Rachel. 
there's this constant like up and down. And right. Hey, how does this tie back into here, Miami? Looks like Yaakov, Yitzhak and, and Rivka, so they're, you're, you're building with Hashem. You're, working, you're building the Torah. We're, I'm going, I'm building. By the time mm. you get to Avram and Sarah's stage, it's like we're just one entity. It's like I'm not doing anything new. I'm just becoming one with you. Uh-huh. And when I'm an immature Yaakov, it's Still ups and downs and mm-hmm. not actually making any real progress yeah, in one youth, direction. Yeah, but then again, youth is right. Meaning the that's the the Gemara the Gemara says right. I mean, it's a, we spoke about it actually uh, over Shabbos right. But Avraham Avinu is an old man. The, throughout the Chumash, he's an old man. We meet him. He's seventy-five years old. He's an old man. Zakin Vizakena, right? He and Sarah, the two elders, right? man, old man, old woman. That's pretty much the entire. That's Avram's place. He's the Zakin. Feels like a war. At the age of seventy-five. Which is impre- very, very impressive. impressive. Yeah. But I mean, he's doing. But he's doing. He's doing it through the proxy of Eliezer, right? I mean, he's, I mean, he's commanding rather than fighting. Right. Really? I thought he was actually like on the front line. Oh yeah. Slaying people. He throws the sand and the arrows. Who was throwing the sand? And that was the sand. He was the one throwing it. Yeah. There, there, there was, there was, uh, there were. There was straw and sand being thrown. Yes, according to the Midrash. Correct. Those are pretty ineffective pieces of artillery. That's the point. I mean, even even something as straw, which is pretty much the opposite of an arrow, even straw for him acted as an arrow, and even sand, which is the opposite of a sword, sword acts, sand is acted upon, or not this uh, sand, but uh, uh, offer, uh, dust. Uh, even dust acted as a sword. I mean, it means the epitome of success in, in every possible regard. Everything acted in the most powerful way it can, possibly it's a six-day can. Six-day war. Right. Almost left though. Maybe a little bit. Lahavdu, yeah, yeah, I think Lahavdu. I think there is a Lahavdu in there, but uh, yeah, that that uh, times a hundred, right? Okay, so um, um, how do we get onto that? Okay, fine. Yeah. So, oh, Ezra was pointing out that so just here he went kind of chronologically. Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot. Earlier, he was doing it conceptually. He was doing. Pesach, then jumping to Sukkot, and then coming back to the, to the middle ground of Shavuot, meaning Pesach is Hashem is the creator. Right. Sukkot is, is, is us as the created coming back to the creator. Okay. And then Shavuot is uh, us in a, being similar to Hashem. Okay. Uh, you know, that you see the, the handiwork of the creator from the perfection of the handiwork. Okay. Vikach, Mitzvah Sukkah, Lord says me, Beso Shaladam, Shehum Okomo, you leave your Sukkah, which is your, your house, which is your place, your castle, right? And you go out into the Sukkah. Lashavas Betzel Sukkah, Kitzarecha Adam, Lihis Tofefos, sorry, 
just with his top of us to visit to be to be in in, in the presence of of to be underneath the uh, Hashem's auspices. Lefikach, Terech Leishe Busuka, Shehasuka he he suffer falls. It's visit. It's visiting. It's frequenting with Hashem. Gamkein behaving the hate. It's being outside of your element. Suka. Amnum. So it was in Gamkein. Just like the concept that we're looking to tap into is giving ourselves over to Hashem, uh, going under Hashem's jurisdiction, saying, I'm not running my own life. I'm going under Hashem's auspices. So too, the leaving of the house and going under the sukkah is the same thing. Oh, now wait a second. We got beautiful parallels between what we're trying to do and the holiday of Sukkot. Wonderful. We got incredible parallels between what we're trying to do and Pesach, also really nice. Leaving Egypt, splitting of the sea. I mean, the, the, uh, there's no end to, the, to the, all those symbolisms and everything. Amnam, Masha Timsa Bhaga Shavuz, what about Haga Shavuz? Masha Lot Timsa Bishneha Hagim, Shishneha Hagim, Hukwalahem, Zman Bhodish. The Pesach and Shavuz have their own time. Pesach happens in Nisan, the first month of the springtime, on the fifteenth. Sukkot happens on the 15th of Tishrei, exactly. So we have 15th of Nisan, 15th of Tishrei. That makes sense. They've got their own thing. Ach, Hageshavuos, Lohukvalo, Yom, Bechodesh. However, Shavuos doesn't have its own date of the month. Rak, Hakasov, Tolo'o, Bechagamatzas. It's really just 50 days after Pesach. Why is that? Cover that, says the Maral. This is why. This is because. Because really, Chagashavuos has a relationship to Pesach. It's not a brand new completely disconnected holiday. Shechem Zalazet. Ki kvar amar nulacha. Ki chaga matzas hu hascholos havaya. Pesach is when the Jewish people are created, brought about. V'hu dome liyamibereshes. That corresponds to the Seven days of the creation of the world. The Tachlish Imus Havaya Hu Betorah. 
but you're not really yet done with the creation until you got the Torah. Kya Torah hashlomos hanimtsoyim because the Torah perfects, finishes off the work of the created beings. Shechein darshu zal v'zeches avodah zara hosiv hei Bashishi, we know famous Joshua Rashi brings it, says Bayom Hashishi. Yom Hashishi, right? Why do you say Yom Hashishi? All the other days just says Yom Revi, Yom Hamishi. Should you said Yom Shishi? Why do you say Yom Hashishi? No. No. Rashi says that this is to tell you that this whole creation that Hashem was doing over here is going to be suspended and waiting until the sixth day, the sixth day of Sivan in the future, it means the day of Hashem giving the Torah. If the Jewish people accept it, then good. But if not, then the whole creation is going to get undone. Which means the creation, part of the creation process is also to give humanity direction and guidance in, 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 in its morality. What, what is, the, what is it uh, supposed to be? It's supposed to be a bunch of barbarians, a bunch of perverts, a bunch of, right, deviants. Well, it yeah, depends on which you describe <laughs> different uh, cultures, right? <clears throat> might, might be seeing a war between some of those groups that we just mentioned currently. Um, yeah, so that's what the Gemara says. Melamed, Shekol, Maisa Bereshis, Hayutim, Veomdim, Achisha, Vesivan, Im Yikabla, Torah, Mutavim, Lav, Yagzer, Olam, Latovo. So that tells you what? That you see that the Matan Torah is a Hashlama to the Maisa Bereshis. So, uh, similarly, you know, we mentioned you know, Bar Mitzvah. Is is a con- it, the person's birth is the day they're born. Person's death is the day they die. But a person's bar mitzvah is thirteen years after he was born. You understand? It's not a set time. It, do, it doesn't have its it's own time. It's connected to the birth. It, exactly. Uh-huh. It also fits in what you were saying before about how like now it's more like 20 year old than how it does. Oh yeah, now okay. so, Meaning that there's certain steps that go from birth till now. It's not, it's not a certain date you reach that. It's yeah. Like they say like a, when someone's born premature, like there's certain milestones. Right. So, like, at four months old, a preemie won't reach those milestones until six months. Right. Because there's a process starting yeah, yeah. from birth. That's right, that's right. Yeah. So, so the point so that's what the moral is saying to us is that uh, really Shavuos, like the Ramban says, Shavuos is called Atzeres. Atzeres, just like Shmini Atzeres, was the the day after uh, after Sukkot. 
So it's the eighth day of Sukkot. Yeah. So to really hear as well, it's uh, it's really the eighth day of Pesach. It's just that there being the eighth day is the the day after, not the day after seven days, but the day after seven weeks after Pesach. Yeah. So that is. Um, still a perfection to the uh, Yitzhi Mitzrayim, to the formation of the Jewish people. For Jewish people are still being formed and not yet done until we receive the Torah. He, Tach Shleimus the Torah. The perfection of the world is through the Torah. Ve'im ain Torah, ain kan Shleimus. Then the world is not perfected. Because the world seemingly wasn't, uh, wasn't completed, it wasn't done. The thing, the thing is meant to be a certain way, it's not that. So Pesach is the creation of the process. So, and the perfection, the completion of this process, that only happens with the acceptance of the Torah. That's when the creation is perfected and not prior to that. <laughs> so too the harvest time depends on the springtime. If the spring comes later that year, so then the harvest will also come later that year, right? Because harvest is, like Ari was just saying, right? The Just like children need a certain amount of developments, so a certain amount of... Uh, stages that they can you know that they go go through you need a certain amount of time to mature from the time they're born until they are ready so to the harvest x amount of time certain certain things need to happen after springtime uh, until uh, the wheat is uh, is finished growing the other maybe Hakatsir in the springtime causes sometime after it to come the harvest. The harvest doesn't have its own time. It's a result of some time after spring. Whereas the ingathering is when doesn't make a difference when spring came. If the, uh, whenever it is that the summer comes to an end, whenever it is that the summer is with the dry season, when there's no rain. So the stuff is lying in the field, and if the summer will be longer, that's fine. Then you just leave it there longer, right? To dry more. That's fine. It's once the summer is over and the rain season is coming, that's when you need to bring it in. I don't care when spring came early, spring came late, it doesn't make a difference. You have to make sure to bring in your harvest before the rain starts. Yes? 
Unless it gets not a farmer, but unless it gets moldy. No, that's the point. It doesn't. It'll get moldy if it gets rained on. What do you mean? Yeah. So that would be bad. Lest it gets moldy. Oh, lest I think it's unless, right? Unless it gets moldy, exactly. So that so the so he's showing that you know spring tells when it comes. Sukkus, the in gathering comes when it comes, but the harvest comes X amount of time, 50 days approximately after springtime. Like we pointed out with the barbers, same thing. Even halacha too, we have like a manam of a child reaches maturity, not the birthday. I don't rely on, but yeah, I'm saying it's like different ages for a different person. Like they don't let a bar mitzvah boy lay in parshas offer. Maybe he's not really an adult. Maybe it takes him 13 and a half months. Okay, saying it's not a set time. It's constantly in fluctuation. No, but the point being there, whether the you're right. I mean, it always takes a little bit. Harvest also, it's not. I mean, it's depending on how much. You know what the climate was and the soy. I mean, it's, it's not a rocket science, but but ballpark, one way or another, right? It's it's uh, it's coming after. It's coming as a result. But the point is that the baby will be born six months later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then the bar mitzvah will be six months later. It's not like okay, we're doing all the bar mitzvahs in in you know in the winter. Like it, right. you know, the the bar mitzvahs are dependent on the birth. Right. Um, I was saying you said like the spring can come later, the spring comes earlier, and, and that would just mean the growing time is shorter or longer, or the drying time. Because the growing time will still the be drying, the drying time, because if the, the drying goes, time will will so I'm saying will this sell child could reach maturity more. slightly, but a little bit later, and then that that time can fluctuate, like that. Okay. No, but yeah, hey, listen. Technically, I mean, the truth be told, right? Is not all wheat is cut exactly in shavuos, right? Like mm-hmm. I me. Mean, uh, if you talk to the farmers, they'll tell you sometimes it could be a week earlier, sometimes it could be a week later. It might depend on the on the exact weather conditions, right? right. But ballpark, also some boys drop before 13 years old, some after. But either way, the point is, it certainly is determined by the by that start time, right? right? Whereas the uh, a person's death date is not determined by, uh, yeah, I mean, to say a person could, could, uh, could pass away, you know, seven years after they were born or a hundred years after they were born. It's, it's not, you pass away when you pass away. It's not, uh, you're not passing away because, oh, wait, you know, he was born six months later. That's why he, right. it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Um, right, uh, the ingathering doesn't depend on spring or harvest. It's it's uh, it's because before the rain, that's when it is. What is by time 
No, fall. Fall. Right after Sukkot. That's what we began saying. Right. Mashivaruch. Right. So you need to take any rain. I mean, Sukkot is the cutoff, right? Before Sukkot, no rain. Right after Sukkot, rain. rain. I.e., the winter. The winter. Right. Yeah. But I mean, if you divide the year into two halves, summer and winter, then I.e., the winter. If you if you're doing four seasons, then it's uh, then it's the fall. Uh, and in, in Torah thought, in, is, in Israel, two, only two seasons, right? In a, a large scale, there's two seasons, and a small scale, there's uh, four seasons, and a smaller scale, there are 12 months. Uh, yeah, we, we, we can slice it how, however fine you want. But the point is, before Sukkot, no rain. After Sukkot, rain. That's why Sukkot is when you gather in the harvest from the field, lest it become moldy. Can I ask a really stupid answer that question? We, agricultural, we, we, nothing to be embarrassed over okay. here. We, we, don't, we don't know the difference between our, our plow and our, and our, and our yoke. <laughs> uh, how do plants actually get the water and the irrigation that they need in order to grow in the summertime if there's no rain? Answer is they get the irrigation in the winter, in the, throughout the winter. You cut them at Shavuos. You cut them at Shavuos, okay. and then they dry the whole. No, no, he's asking growing. about growing. When do they grow? Yeah, they, they already grew. They grew the whole winter long. They start. You plant okay, in Israel. In Israel, yeah. It's a, it's a cycle. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in Israel, yeah, we, uh, one plows and sows in the fall. Plows and sows in the fall. Yes. And then it gets what rained is, upon the entire winter. What is sowing? Sowing is throwing the seeds into the ground. Oh, okay. S O W. No, I'm okay. Okay. And then it gets rained upon throughout the whole winter. Which is a good thing. Right. Yes. And then comes spring and it shoots up. That is Pesach. Yep. And then it is done growing by shavuos. And so therefore, you cut it and you let it dry for the whole summer, and then you take it in at sukkah time, time, right right after sukkah. Well, I mean, it's called the it's called the holiday of ingathering, meaning you would gather it in before sukkah. Right. Before sukkah, and then you would celebrate the fact that you've got this beautiful, you know, your silos are now packed. Bursting at the seams with grain. ripe, dry grain that's gonna keep you eating nice the cold winter. At least, not for a couple of years. That was extremely helpful. Thank you. Those questions you're embarrassed to ask about all of your um, journey in, in Yiddish guy, like, oh, let's see, gathering of the grain. Like, no, yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what throws you off is because you're used to um, snow. In the in the in the winter, yes. I don't know. I, I think it, it might be different in, in these northern climates. Is it? Do they put the seeds into the ground? I think they might die in the harsh winter. Yeah, I mean, we plant we plant in the spring, and then it rains in the summer, and then you have 
harvest in the fall. We don't have we, a dry season. In, in, the, in, in the U.S. In the U.S., right. It's winter wheat that's all messed up, all of your other stuff. No, winter wheat is good. But it didn't used to exist. Winter wheat is a new, like a fibbish. Is it? It used to be... Oh, well, winter wheat is, is the good thing. That's the, that's the one that uh-huh. helps us because that, that's harvested, you know, in the... In the um, I think maybe early spring or something. And then it stays oh, in the ground like underneath, uh, underneath the snow. Whatever. So in, in the U.S., yeah. there's, there's plowing and sowing in the... I think, I think, uh, I have to double check. I there think are also winter. My, I live in Champaign. My neighbor, my neighbor was a farmer. So yeah. the whole winter he went to Hawaii. And then in the spring he'd come back. And he worked like a dog. He'd plant his thing. And then by the he'd fall, plow, plant, and then it grows uh, throughout the summer. And then it, and then he harvests, and he harvests it in when? In yeah, the fall. In the fall, you harvest in the fall. it. And there is no drying. Where does it dry? It doesn't dry out. I mean, nowadays we have, you know, indoor storage. I don't know. Yeah. They don't, is that? Oh, yeah. yeah. So that, that is what I'm associating. Yeah. I mean, the little bit I know about agriculture is based on U.S. agriculture. So that's why this is, this whole discussion is a little bit funny. funny so you, you, the farmers always do the work in the spring then. Which work? The... the Everything. The hard work. But then the praying for rain in the summer. In, in spring. Yeah, spring. And praying for rain. Right, yes. It's a totally different system. Yeah. In Israel, there is no rain in, in, in the summer. Right. Because in the winter, our ground is it'll kill the things. Say again? Probably our ground would kill the plants in the winter. Here. It's right. so cold. That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Right. Or winter green. Yeah, I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys. Yeah, we got, we got, uh, we got the sphera next. We got next week. We're gonna be learning about the sphera.